0: Matthew chapter 6, verse 25, Jesus says, do not be anxious about your life. (laughs) Uh, There are, of course, different levels of anxiety. I mean, there are the usual Sunday concerns, the transport, the length of the service, the time of lunch, the weather, and so on. Then there are what we might call our are objects of perpetual anxiety like the future organisation of our church and that can hang over us like a cloud and doesn't go away, although we know that the anxiety does us and the church little good. And then there are anxieties which are not so funny, anxiety about an illness, anxiety about dying, anxiety about other people. And those anxieties don't go away, whatever the gospel advises. Jesus doesn't seem like an anxious type, but those around him often didn't know whether they were coming or going. And one of the illusions, I think, of our religious life is that the Christian faith is going to give us a new brain, the slate wiped clean, a, a new start. But Jesus didn't come to earth so that we shouldn't suffer or be anxious anymore. He came so that we can learn to suffer like Him, to take up our cross, our own cross, to follow Him through the suffering and the unfairness and through the joys and the surprises of our unique lives, not away from them. So what does this famous gospel passage mean for us? Do not be anxious about tomorrow. The word we translate as anxious isn't quite what we mean by anxious. It means to be preoccupied with, taken over by, something like that. And all our thoughts, if we look at them closely, are about our survival. That is how we have been created. But Jesus tells us that life is more than just survival. Your life is about more than just survival surviving, because at the very center of your existence is an awareness of the transcendent something or someone calling us beyond our material, personal concerns. And that is God with you. This is the Kingdom of God already in your heart. The power of God pervades his creation at all times, and your Heavenly Father knows what you need because he is creating you, still forming you, so there's no point being anxious about tomorrow. Stay with today. For anxiety, read fear. It's fear which imprisons and isolates us. The opposite of love is not hate. It is fear because fear paralyzes our ability to love. It undermines faith and makes us think ourselves unlovable. And that is a life half-lived but it happens to everyone. It happens to Jesus sweating blood Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. And there's a demon who says to us, what if you fail? What if it's not true? So in the entire Bible, the most frequently repeated phrase is, do not fear. And Jesus' commandment is love one another because perfect love casts out fear because love is of the present moment and it is always about relationship and so we learn to live a new life, an eternal life. And you can then be with everyone in every place. You can carry God's love to anyone in the world. You have found your place in God's creation. And we heard about God's creation of the human species this morning in Genesis. And we learnt the responsibility we've been given for maintaining that God-given order for everything that has the breath of life. We are part of what God saw as the goodness of his work, not separate from it, not isolated, not fearful of it. Consider the birds of the air. Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. That's the Christian life. That's the life we are called to live, entirely natural, everything as it should be in the present. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. With that image of goodness in your mind, I set before you our greatest anxiety of all, the fear that we're no good as Christians, the fear of a lifetime failure to make the grade, the fear we don't believe enough that we'll be unmasked, the fear of disappointing God. But whatever some of our brethren might say, there is no pass or fail on offer here. What is on offer is your rightful share in the victory of the cross. In other words, in Christ's way, your share in Christ's way, because the battle has already been won for us. The way is clear for you into the kingdom, to the glorious liberty of the children of God, as Paul reminds us today. Failure is not an option. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Pass or fail have no meaning for us When we discover a God who is with us all the way, at our worst and at our best, at our beginning and at our end. When Jesus tells us not to be anxious, not to be preoccupied with our lives, he's saying that whoever we are, if we want it to be so, there is nothing that can separate us from the love of God any more than the birds of the air and the lilies of the field are separate from the created world which gives them life. Amen.